In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. The Gospel of today is the Annunciation of Archangel Gabriel to Saint Mary, the Mother of God, regarding the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ. And there are some points in this Annunciation is very, very important for us to understand. The first point that the name of Jesus was given by Archangel Gabriel to Saint Mary. As we read, and behold, you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son and shall call his name Jesus. The word Jesus means Savior. So, because the Lord Jesus Christ, the main purpose of incarnation is to save and to redeem us from the sin of our father Adam and from the punishment that we received, all of us, as the Lord said to Adam, when you eat from this tree, you shall surely die. So, he came to save us. That's why his name was given Jesus Savior. I'm saying this is a very important point because nowadays some people start to teach a very, very foreign teaching to our church. When they say that the purpose of incarnation is not to redeem us from the sin of Adam, but to heal our nature. And some of them started to say, even if Adam did not sin, the incarnation would happen because of the healing and restoration of our nature. Yes, there is healing and there is restoration of our nature. But the angel did not say to St. Mary, name him healer. Actually, he called her, he told her, name him Savior, because he will save his people from his, their sins. So that's why he was given the name Jesus, because he will save the people from their sins. The second point, he told her that he will be great. Definitely, if God becomes man, definitely he will be great. So, what is unique about this point when Archangel Gabriel said to Mary that he will be great? All of us, we failed to fulfill the righteous requirement of the law. So the Lord Jesus Christ came and took our nature, took our humanity. So, by our humanity, he can fulfill all the righteous requirement of the law. Then he established to us many mysteries like baptism, communion. Through these mysteries, we are united with him and we become one with him. In baptism, you put on Christ. In Eucharist, we abide in him and he abide in us. So we'll be one with him. So, 
the fulfillment of the righteous requirement of the law that he did when we are united with him will be ours so in him we considered righteous and we will consider it as fulfilled all the righteous requirement of the law that's why if he is great then all of us in him will be great will be great in the eyes of God because in him we are considered righteous and in him we are considered great because we fulfilled all the righteous requirement of the law just because we are united with him we are one with him and this righteousness we received it in the baptism then Archangel Gabriel confirmed that Jesus is the Son of God who in the fullness of time took flesh from Saint Mary and became man as he said to her and he will be called the Son of the Highest he will be called the Son of the Highest and also he told her the Holy One who is born of you the word holy one not given to anyone except to God so he is the holy one and he is the son of the highest he is the second hypostasis of the holy trinity who in the fullness of time took flesh and became man and dwelled among us dwelled among us and also in us so this defeat the heresy of Nestorius. Nestorius said that Saint Mary conceived a regular human being. And then the divinity united with this person. This is heresy. Jesus Christ is not a human being born from Saint Mary and then the divinity is united with him. But the Son of God, the Son of the Highest, became man and took flesh from Saint Mary, as Archangel Gabriel said to her. And also he confirmed not only that he is the Son of God, but he confirmed that he is a king but a king in a very unique way. He told her he will reign, God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. No king on earth, no king on earth, in all the kingdoms of the earth, their kingdom has no end. And no king on earth actually will reign forever. So when he said he will, God will give him the throne of his father David and he will reign forever and his kingdom shall have no end, this not an earthly kingdom. Because all earthly kingdoms will end and will not be forever. So he is not speaking about the kingdom of Israel. But speaking about the spiritual Israel, what is spiritual Israel? 
We are the spiritual Israel. We are the son of Abraham by faith. As St. Paul in Romans explained in detail, the children of Abraham are not the son according to the flesh, but those according to the promise. So we are the children of Abraham by faith, because we have the faith of Abraham. So we are the new Israel. We are the new Israel. And Jesus Christ is our king. And he reigned on the wood of the cross. And his kingdom that started on the day of his crucifixion shall have no end. This actually what we recite in the creed. So he is a king, but not earthly king. As the Lord said to Pontius Pilate, my kingdom is not of this world. The incarnation is the work of the Holy Trinity. Is the work of the Holy Trinity. That's why he told her, the Holy Spirit will come upon you. That's the Holy Spirit. The power of the highest, the power of the Father will overshadow you. Therefore also that Holy One, that is the Son, who is to be born, will be called the Son of God. So we can see here, the Son took flesh from Saint Mary. How? Because the Father overshadowed her. The power of the highest, the power of the Father will overshadow you. And the Holy Spirit will come upon you. That is why the incarnation of the Son of God is the work of the Holy Trinity. The responses of Saint Mary, actually there are many, many lessons for us to learn from how she responded. The first response when she said to him, I do not know a man. During that time, she was betrothed to Saint Joseph. So if this marriage was intended to be consummated, then what is the problem here? Archangel Gabriel told her you will conceive and you will have a son. So in her mind, after the consummation of the marriage, I will have this son. But the fact that she said, I do not know a man, means she vowed her virginity. And this marriage between her and Joseph, which was a civil marriage only, never consummated. And we believe in the perpetual virginity of St. Mary. That's why she told him, I don't know a man. I will not get married. And the marriage will never be consummated. So how can I conceive? How can I conceive? We never heard about a virgin that was conceived without a seed of man. That's why Archangel Gabriel, he did not tell her, when you get married, you will have a son. But he told her, this incarnation is the work of the Holy Trinity. It is a miraculous incarnation. A virgin gave birth to the Son of God and her virginity is sealed. As Ezekiel saw, a door in the east is closed. The Son of God entered into it and in and out, and it was closed, it was sealed. 
And all the father said, it is a symbol of her uh, perpetual virginity. Another thing, actually, she said to, to Archangel Gabriel, Behold the maidservant of the Lord. The submission of Saint Mary and the acceptance of the Annunciation reflected her great, great faith. Zacharias, as we heard last week, he could not believe the angel, although in the history he knew that Abraham and Sarah had Isaac in their old age. So Zechariah was not the first one to have a son in his old age. But we never heard before St. Mary or after St. Mary or until the end of the ages that a virgin will conceive and have a son. So if St. Mary doubted, she has every right to doubt. But she did not. She accepted and she believed. And actually, she submit herself completely to the will of God. Behold, the maidservant of the Lord, let it be according to your word. Some people in midnight praises during Kyak, they actually don't understand how we say to St. Mary, the salvation of our father Adam, the, the joy of the angels. And they say, you give her titles belong to God. Definitely no. We don't give a human being titles belong to God. Because as the Lord said, my glory, I will not give it to others. But let me explain these titles that we say it in midnight praises. Let me assume that there is a very, very, very poor family. And they don't have enough money even to eat. And then a very gracious and generous person went to them and offered them to give them house and food and actually to relocate them into a better life. But the father of this poor family or the mother or all of them refused to accept this gift, then they will continue living in poverty. But if the father accepted the gift, then this acceptance of the gift became actually a source of joy to his children. So the children can go and say to their parent, Thank you for accepting this gift. You made us happy. You saved us from this poverty. You saved us from this status in which we are living for so many years. Definitely, he did not save them. It is the gift of the very generous man that saved them. But why they say to their parent, you saved us from poverty because they accepted the gift. They accepted the gift. So the same way to St. Mary. St. Mary, as a representative of all humanity, when she accepted the gift of salvation from God, 
That's why we say to her, you saved our race. You are the salvation of Adam. You are the joy of the angels. You are the healing of Jeremiah. You are the refuge of Elijah, etc. Because by accepting the gift of salvation from the hand of God as a representative of humanity, then that's why we honor and we magnify her. As she said, all generation will call me blessed. So definitely we don't give her the titles of God. And we did not say she is our savior as Jesus is our savior. No, there is only one savior, our Lord Jesus Christ. But when we say to St. Mary, you saved us, not because she shed her blood like the Lord Jesus Christ, definitely not, this would be heresy, but because she accepted the free gift of salvation that God gave to us. If you give gift to somebody, the other person has to accept it. But if he refused to accept this gift, then you will not enjoy the gift. And one of the beautiful things about St. Mary, the life of obedience and submission, she said to the Lord uh, or to Archangel Gabriel, let it be according to your word. Let it be to me according to your word. When we actually submit our life to God in, in complete confidence and complete faith like St. Mary, we will be blessed. But also I, I want to make some comments about how Archangel Gabriel addressed St. Mary. He told her, Hail to you, O full of grace. Hail to you, O full of grace. The Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. Now, in the response to the gospel, you will say, you will hear the deacon say, which means we greet you with Archangel Gabriel, saying, Hail to you, O full of grace. The Lord is with you. So, we use the same greeting that Archangel Gabriel addressed St. Mary. And also from next week, we participate with Elizabeth in greeting St. Mary. When we say we exalt you with Elizabeth, your relative. Why we quote the word of Elizabeth? Because the Bible tells us in Luke chapter 1 that Elizabeth is filled with the Holy Spirit and said. So the word that Elizabeth said to St. Mary, not her own words, but the word of the Holy Spirit that uttered on her mouth. So when we praise or exalt St. Mary, the mother of God, we actually, we greet her with Archangel Gabriel and with the words of the Holy Spirit that were uttered on the mouth of Elizabeth. Hail to you, O full of grace. The Lord is with you. So how people blame us that we glorify St. Mary and we give her greeting and blessing as Archangel Gabriel did and Elizabeth did to her. Then Archangel Gabriel told her, you 
have found grace with God. You have found favor with God. So, Saint Mary, nobody is like her. That's why God chose Saint Mary to be his mother. In Wednesday, Theotokia, we say the Father looked from heaven and have found no one like you. No one like you. No one became before Saint Mary or after Saint Mary like her. That's why she is the only one. She was worthy to be called the mother of God, the mother of God, as Elizabeth told her, the mother of my Lord. So she found favor with God. And he told her, blessed are you among women. So meaning you are the most blessed one among the women. Nobody, as I said, before her or after her, received the grace like Saint Mary. That's why we say she is full of grace, as Archangel Gabriel called her. The Gospel of today has so many lessons about the nature of, or the characteristic of the incarnated Son of God, how Archangel Gabriel described him, about the responses of Saint Mary to Archangel Gabriel, and also about how Archangel Gabriel addressed Saint Mary. So, while we are in the Nativity season, let us reflect on this beautiful chapter, the Annunciation of Archangel Gabriel to Saint Mary, and let us learn from all these lessons about our Lord Jesus Christ, how Saint Mary responded, and how Archangel Gabriel addressed her. Glory be to God forever and ever. Amen.